Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. together for Jesus. Lift your hands to heaven and say, Lord, we love you. Just say, Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Thank you, Father. Only you can do these things. And all glory and all praise belongs to you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 13 verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath and behold there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But Jesus when he saw her he called her to him and said to her woman you are loosed from your infirmity. I mentioned in the Elevate service that if Jesus does not save you or help you, no one can. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. When God sets us free, he sets us free from something into something. He doesn't just set us free and let us go. No. He takes us from something and puts us into another thing. If you take the reason you, 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 you take a cup, of, um, a cup of water and turn it over, maybe on a flat surface. If you turn it so quickly, you find that the water will not escape. The reason it will not escape is because air has not gotten into it. So for that water to come out, Something has to go in. When the Bible says that God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was form, without form and void. Then the spirit of God moved over the face of the waters and then God said. The spirit of God moving entered to replace what was empty and what was void. So for God to move in your life and to find expression... He's not just going to save you from something. He's going to save you from something into something. So when you come to Christ and you give your life to God and you are expecting the redemption power of God to work for you, it is coming to replace something. So that emptiness that is there, that void, the Spirit of God is coming to fill that void. It's coming to fill that void. Today, I want to continue what I was talking about earlier on Wednesday. Faith for receiving a prophetic word. Faith for receiving a prophetic word. The word of God to us in the house this season is that we're in a season where we have three months of favor equivalent to 30 years of labor. And God would have us understand what this means so that we, you and I can be positioned to receive it. You and I can be positioned to receive it. Faith is how you connect with God. 
It is how you receive what grace has already made available. I, I told us the other day that faith does not create anything. Grace is the one that makes. Faith is the tool you use to receive what grace has made. Grace, the Bible says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ has appeared unto all. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. It says, by grace are you saved through faith. It is not of your work so that any man would boast, but it's through faith. So, grace saves us. We receive that salvation through faith. So, grace died for us. Grace redeemed us. Grace set us free, but made available through faith. So the tool you use to access what Jesus has done is faith. And that's how you connect with God. There are three things I, I want us to understand today on how to receive a prophetic word. When a word, the fact that to pass. That's why a lot of times when I see people on social media, you find someone type one long prayer. Who said what to who? Were you there? Was it who? Somebody just types a word. If you don't share these things to ten people, and then everybody starts sharing, starts sharing, sharing. I don't care if someone comes today, just walk in here and say, "All of you are blessed in Jesus' name." If you say "Amen," if you don't say "Amen," nothing happens. Nothing happens. So the fact that a word is spoken does not mean that that word carries weight. First of all, was the word spoken to you? Are you under the environment to receive that word? So, for everyone in King's Word, all over the world, we have a word that is riding over us right now. The word is that we are in a season where three months of favor will give us 30 years of results. 30 years of labor. So, how do we receive that word? How does that word become flesh? How does it become manifest in our lives? How? That's what we're looking at. How do we turn this word that has been spoken over us into something tangible, into something that we can see, a result, something that we can download from the spiritual realm and bring it out to the physical and let it materialize. It has to be a blessed word. The first thing is that you need to receive that word against. Receive the word against all odds. Turn to Numbers chapter 13. Against all odds means that when the word will it's regardless of your circumstance. The word is moment. So you receive the word against all odds. You receive the word regarded. You just receive the word. Nothing. Which I'm giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man everyone a leader among them this is a word that came to a people i'm giving you a land i'm giving you canaan the land is flowing with milk and honey the land is good the land has this the land has that i'm giving it to you so this is the word god spoke to moses says send men to go and spy out the land go and check this land 
whenever you and I come in the presence of God like we are right now and we're praying the word of God that is over us as you're praying I, I was telling us the other day your spirit begins to catch a picture of the land of the dream of the vision of that word as you're praying something begins to interpret a picture begins to come into your heart over that word how God wants to bring that word to pass so this is Moses telling the people God has given us a land but God is saying go and spy that land so you and I when we come and we're in the presence of God the word of God that is over us is that we have we're in a season of three months of favor that will give us 30 years of labor 30 years of results so when we are praying and in the presence of God we're spying out the land we're spying out in the spirit what is this word what does it mean to me that's why I say always have things that you write with because as you're there praying God is ministering something to you telling you this and telling you that it may not make physical sense but it makes spiritual sense it may not make any other sense at all but it makes spiritual sense I remember sir when you came to me to tell me the pastor I have this offer this offer this offer which one do I go for and what did we pray I said father in the name of Jesus let the one that you want come forward and stand out among every other one a God is not a God of confusion he wants the best for us at the same time I'll come into that let me not jump ahead of myself now let's go further verse 3 so Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran according to the command of the Lord all of them men who were heads of the children of Israel and mentioned their name and all that and all that and all that and all that um, let's go to verse 17 then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them Go up this way into the south and go up to the, to the mountains and see what the land is like. Whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many. Whether the land they dwell in is good or bad. Whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds. Whether the land is rich or poor and whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage. Now listen, when God gives you a word, there could be many factors set to work against that word. It's irrelevant. Are you hearing me? There could be many, many factors set to work against that word. It's actually, look at the, these people. It says, go and check. If there are people there, are they strong? Are they weak? Are they few? Are they many? These are factors that could disrupt that could stop them from going after that word. They could have said, oh, because the people are many, we will not go. Because there are few, we will not go. Because the land is this, we will not go. But God knew all this before he gave them the word. Did he not? So when God gives us a word, he knows all the limitations ahead of us. He knows everything that, that could be on the way that would try to stop us. He knows that um, when you apply, when you tell your, your, your boss that I want a raise, that they are going to tell you, sorry, we cannot give you a raise. He knows that. But he's saying that that should not be a limitation. He knows that when you apply for this job and they will tell you, sorry, we cannot accept you. He knows that. But it should not be a limitation. He has given you a word. Your duty and my duty is to take that word, believe it at all odds and stand on it. Whether the people are few, whether they are many, whether they have much, whether they have little, it's irrelevant. I'm riding on the word of God. 
It says, be of good courage and bring some of the fruits of the land. Now that now the, from the wilderness of Zin, as far as Rehob, near the entrance of Hamad, to the south and came to Hebron, Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talma, the descendants of Anak were there to the valley of Eshkol. And they cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now, this is a typical example. You're praying. God gives you a vision. Gives you an idea. You see this idea in the realm of the spirit. And God, God prompts it in your heart. I want to be very practical today. Because the things I'm seeing in my spirit are things that will blow your mind. And you need to be able to bring them out from the spiritual realm. And interpret it. And put it in a language where human beings can understand. Where it can, it can touch the lives of people around you. Okay? It can touch the lives of people around. So they went as far as all those places, got um, um, some fruits on the land as sample to show that yes, the land is a good land. They got all these things. After 40 days they came. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of Israel, of children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran, Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They had proof that look this idea I'm telling you it will work this thing that is in my heart this is the plan it will work and now you know God I told us the other day that the, the 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 platform and the basis on which God God told me about this church is that create a place where my people will find expression that when people come in I want them to know that there is a place for them there is a place for you to find expression in God. And you're not just going to find expression. That expression you will find will touch your world. Will touch your community. Touch your environment. Touch the people all around you. So when you come here and you hear the word of God. And God's spirit impacts you. What happens is that it's causing you to find expression. Because God has gifted you and graced you with certain things. So the anointing and grace in the house is to make you find expression in the things that God has gifted you in to make you find expression so they told them and said we went to the land where you sent us it is it truly flows with milk and honey and this is its fruit nevertheless the people who dwell in the land are strong the cities are fortified and very large Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, all of them, they dwell in the mountains. Even the Canaanites. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Listen, there will be limitations, there will be things on the way to stop you in this season but you are well able I say you are well able you don't know how graced you are to solve a problem until you solve it you don't know how gifted you are to solve a problem until you solve it you don't know the anointing the rest on you to solve that problem until you solve it but when you and I take the step and, and think that oh 
I can't do this thing. It's impossible for me to walk in this in this realm. It's impossible for me to take this step because there are giants there. It's impossible for me to take these steps because there are limitations there. But not when you have a word over you. Not when you have a word that says Canaan belongs to you. God knew that giants were there in Canaan before he told them that I've given you the land. He didn't say go and take the land. He said I've given it to you. I have given it to you. So you need to see that I have given it to you. So when he says you are in a season of three months of evil, you need to see that you have three months of evil. You need to see that when you apply, if they reject you, you will stand your ground and say God why? And he will give you the instruction on what to do. Because you know you are in a season of evil. You need to know that in this season, favor should follow you everywhere. You need to get your ground on that. Regardless of the limitations, regardless of the difficulty, you need to stand your ground because it's the season. And you have a word that is riding over your head. It's overcoming. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not. They are stronger. Did God not know? Truly, these men were not lying. They were not lying. What? not by my strength I'm riding because of the word that has been spoken if this word came last year I cannot reject my application because it's the season of favor if it happened last year I can understand but you don't understand something there is something happening to us in this season we are in a season of favor we are in a season of so much favor so everything I touch encounters favor you stand your ground because of the word nothing else not because of your skill not because of your strength because of the word because of the word. You stand your ground because of that word. It says, and, and they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out. They had seen it. You've been in the place of prayer. God has showed it to you. I've given you the blueprint. If you look, but the moment you step out, you just met one friend and just say, oh boy, I want to do this. And I say, ah, I know 10 people who have done it. None of them have succeeded. I say, eh, okay, ah, thank God. It's God that sent Not send him to you. You're not under the same atmosphere. You're in the same room. You're not under the same atmosphere. Things may be happening to them, but you, the econ your own economy is different from the economy of the world. He vows his, its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of grace. Saw the giants. And we're like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. See what I said at the beginning. God wants you to see. But you need to see what he's seen. Not what others are seeing. You need to see what God is seeing about you. Concerning your life. Concerning your dream. Concerning your vision. Concerning the plans and the things that he has put in your heart. You need to see it. Not what others are seeing. People are not in the best position to tell you your dream. Ask Joseph. He had this dream, but they interpreted it for him another way. You, you, as small as you are, rule over us. Our father and mother, and we all will bow to you. It will not happen. But that was the dream in his heart. That was what was in his heart. So against all odds, when a word is spoken, you run with the word. Yes, there will be limitations. Yes, you may need to apply two, three times, four times. It 
doesn't matter. As long as you are standing on the word, as long as you make that word your driving force, the thing that is pushing you against all odds. The second thing is that you act on the word beyond your benefit. You act on it beyond your benefit. It's not enough for you to come to the presence of God and then the power of God is moving and then you feel the presence of God and you say, oh, church today was awesome. I felt the power of God. No, it's not enough. It cover. It comes to do something. Each and every time you are in the presence of God and you have power of God, stay there and know why it is coming on you. Don't be in a hole. That's Listen, when the anointing hits you, it's not for you to just, oh, I fell under the power. No, there is a power of God come on you. There is a reason. Something is changing. Something is moving Moment at that time. So you act on the word. Deliberately, consciously, something is happening. You act on the word. When you begin to use your skills and your gift to, for the benefit of humanity, creation begins to strengthen and broaden your influence. This is what I mean. When you allow the gifts and the grace that God has given to you to find expression beyond you just to benefit you alone, what happens is that creation begins to find ways to cause that influence to spread. To cause the influence to spread. That's why you hear people say, um, I, I don't just understand. I just, I just go here and then uh, say, uh, oh, oh, so can you do this? Okay, and do it for us. And then next thing, uh, this one, can you do this? Oh, do it for us. Your influence is spreading. But what you need to realize is that God has gifted and graced each and every one of us for the benefit of all. For the benefit of all. If you sit down and say, oh, okay, it's for me, my wife, my four children, and our dog, and our cat, alone. Why do you think the richest men in the world today are still working? Wanting more, wanting more, wanting more. Because they are giving it all out. Bill Gates is giving it all out. Doing this foundation, fighting, fighting polio in Africa. Fighting this and fighting that with his money. Doing research and every, every day in different countries in Africa. And they are not running dry. Why? Because the creation is helping them. In, get that influence. Creation is assisting them. So when your gifts and your skills goes beyond you to the benefit of humanity, creation begins to look for ways to channel resources and wealth your way. Opportunity begins to come for you to deploy that grace. Matthew chapter 13 from verse 31 was talking about the parable of the of the, the Jesus was talking about the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom of God is like a man. Uh, let, let me just read that. The kingdom of God is um, like a mustard seed. Matthew chapter thirteen, which a man took. Right? Yeah. Let me get there. Matthew chapter thirteen from verse thirty-one, I think. Yes, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. He put a parable forth to them, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. But when it is grown, it is greater than the herbs and becomes 
becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in his branches so that is the essence of your growth that is the essence of your influence that's the essence of your multiplication so that the birds of the air will find somewhere to nest so the reason god is giving us a season where we have three months of favor that will give us 30 years of labor and 30 years of results is so that we can have influence beyond our immediate environment so that the birds of the air will find where to nest so that we can provide succor and comfort for others and those that don't have so that we can be a blessing to our world that's the essence so when your mentality is like that when your when your visioning is like that when you are looking at problems and seeing problems beyond you and seeing solutions how to provide solutions for a global um, audience you are creating influence you are creating influence at that point it's not about the money that comes to your hand it's about the problem you are solving it's about the lives that you are looking at and changing it goes beyond you. So you act on the word. Beyond your benefit. Beyond you. You act on it. And lastly, you respond by the word. You respond by the word. Mark 11. The Bible says that Jesus answered and said to the fig tree. It wasn't time for figs yet. But he went to the fig tree hoping that he might find some figs. And he found none. And then the Bible says, Jesus answered and said, question, what did the feasors? That he answered. You and I read there, the fig tree didn't say anything, he couldn't talk. Faced with a situation, you don't just look at it. Oh, that's how it happened to all of us. No, you respond, you answer to it. It may not speak to you, but it's talking. You open your heart to it. You respond by the word. You talk back to it. Because accepting, oh, your mind begins to condition, to condition that state, that atmosphere for you to live in, begins to create that environment for you to live in. But you talk, you, Mark 11 from verse 20. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Another translation says, Have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. Have God's kind of faith. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Question, believe the things when you pray. When do you and we're praying lifting up our hands the things that the pictures that come to your heart you have it that's it you have it that's your anchor hold on to it believe that you receive them and you will have them when you pray so the pictures that God plants in your heart the things that he plants in your heart and your right place of prayer how do I bring them to pass? And you're praying in tongues. And you're praying in tongues. And you're praying in tongues. And you're studying. And you're trusting God. Asking him all the time. How do I bring them to pass? From that moment, creation begins. It begins to align. 
a people that know you not will serve you. It begins to align. I will send a man from a far country. It begins to align. It does not care any limitation. I told us the story of um, Reverend George Adeboe when they were building their um, auditorium in the lorry. They ran out of money. And then he went to God and said, God, you are the one that know people that have money. Send one of them to me. A man came from Abuja with a hundred million naira check. He has never met the man before. Never met him before. Sir, the man that, the lawyer helping you, did you, meet, do you know him from anywhere? What are you talking about? This is across your way. He knows how to send a man from a far country. People will want to, want to help you for no reason. Why? You are in a season of favor. It's riding over you. Lift your hands. I see God doing something great for you. Grace, stand up. Connect what you're expecting, beyond what you're expecting, beyond what you're expecting. I see God doing it for you. I see God doing it for you, beyond what you're expecting. Rise to your feet, church. Just lift your hands to heaven. Expectation. People from every walks of life will come to help you. Help will come for you in unlikely sources, unlikely places. Beyond your expectation. Beyond your expectation. God will dumbfound you this season. Dumbfound you this season. Lift your hands, church. Lift your hands just to heaven. Oh, it's a season of favor. It's a season like we've never seen before. The presence of God, the glory of God. Just lift your hands to him. Father, we celebrate you this morning. We thank you for this new season that we're in. Favor. It's a season where you have chosen to separate, O oh God. With lifted hands here today and everyone under the sound of my voice, that God Almighty, visible hand of the Almighty God, to be seen in their lives in the name of Jesus. Pray every dream, every vision that you have planted in their hearts for this season to manifest in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that every dream, every dream in their heart, that you have planted, oh God, that will cause them to be a blessing to their world, to turn, affect their generation, be an influence to their world. Father, I ask that those dreams will come to the light in the name of Jesus. Every resource that is needed to bring them to pass, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus, beyond every kind of limitation, they find a way into your hands in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare over you that your heart will be strong. Courage will be there. Boldness will be there. Wisdom will be there. In the name of Jesus. In the season you will know exactly what to do. In the name of Jesus. The hand of God will be upon you mightily. This season in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.